Welcome to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple discuss their sometimes very different views on films. I'm Sean. And I'm Monica. And we're rusty, but we're going to power through. It's been a while. Uh, anyway, today we're going to be discussing Killers of the Flower Moon, the most recent Martin Scorsese picture. And what's interesting about this review is that we saw this film at different times, same place, but different times, mm -hmm. and we have not discussed the film at all. We have no idea what the other person thinks. None whatsoever. <laughs> I saw it Friday night. And I just saw it uh, 20 minutes ago. No, longer than that. But On Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> They don't know what day it is. Well, I said Friday, <laughs> so they want to know how long it was. Fair enough. So, like, I had to wait a whole two days yeah. before I knew your thoughts on the movie. Yeah, more like I started it on Friday, and yeah. now it's Sunday. I just want our listeners to know that it was suffering for me to not talk about it. Yes. So, without any further ado, Monica, you read the book, and then, well, you read 60% of the book? I read, like, 70% of the book. And then really wanted to see the movie, so you saw the movie. Yes. What are your thoughts? Oh, we're not going to like do it at the same time? I just I, go first? I mean, what do you want to do at the same time? I don't know. Reveal. No, I mean, you just sit and listen, let me talk, but then you can like agree or disagree with me. Yeah. You know, so I say we say our number at the same time. Oh, see, I don't know if no. I'm ready for that, though, honestly. Okay, because all right. Honestly, part of this is like, I'm going to come to a number okay. at the end of it. Okay. I'm not 100% sure what it is right now. Gotcha. I have a range, but it's fairly large. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Then I'll just, I'll just, I'll just talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I thought it was really good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Despite the three and a half hour time length, which I think is a little, a little long. Uh, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought um, it's... I mean, I'm mostly interested to hear your view because mm -hmm. you didn't read the book and I right. had background on the book. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, thank goodness I read the book because I thought maybe I would have been more confused. Mm. Uh, there, there are a lot of characters. There are a lot of characters. Sometimes they like just, they said their name like for- In like, passing. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, that's yeah. Bob or whatever. And then- Later, I was like, wait, is that Bob? Who's that? You know, sort of thing. So the fact that I had the names and, like, general background on a lot of the characters sure. was really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that made it just more enjoyable for me. Okay. Because I didn't have confusion. And I could maybe see how people could be confused and get lost in all of the characters. Got it. Uh, because there are a lot of characters. Mm -hmm. um, and there's even, like, more in the in the book, mm -hmm. even. Well, they, they at least... They mention more of the murders, okay. Um, you know that are in there. Um, I was also the way the book is set up. Um, we learn about they basically focus in on two of the murders mm -hmm. and like kind of describe them like a little bit here and a little bit there, but you don't know who is responsible. Got it. Um, it's not until I, I'm listening to it and it's like a six-hour-long um, book. Yeah. It's not until about the fifth hour that it is revealed like who seems to be behind all of this got it okay so that's interesting in this movie you know I, I i don't think it's any spoiler even based on the trailers so uh, sorry if you haven't watched it yet don't watch it but like yeah it's pretty clear that i mean we can keep it 
pretty vague, but okay. Well, it's pretty clear who the bad pretty, guys are. Yes, in the there movie. There you go. Yes. yes. So just within the first like twenty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, those mm-hmm. are the bad guys. Those are the people responsible. Yeah. Um, which I was sort of hoping that would come later because the long movie i was afraid i was going to lose interest yeah um so i was hoping that wouldn't be revealed until later right and then it was like oh crap there's still three hours of this movie left (laughs) (laughs) so i hope i hope it's interesting yeah um but having read the book most of the book Mm -hmm. um they i think they really captured like a lot of what there's like a lot more in the book but i think they really focused on the important parts and really told the story uh, really well right and okay can, interesting i know what you think before we yes. start to move yes. on sorry and i just want to uh for our listeners we do have a new kitty and he's got a very jingly collar and he <laughs> is a ball of energy and uh you might hear a little bit of that i'm sorry i am not a uh you know audio technician and we don't have a soundproof podcast room to do this no um I think our it next adds, house it adds to the charm yes um <laughs> Or don't listen. (laughs) Uh, So let me start off by telling you what I am sure of. Okay. Uh, I am sure that Martin Scorsese is is an incredible director. True. Um, This film looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think it's, you said there are a lot of characters. Mm -hmm. I think most of them, if not, you know, all of them are um, really well realized and fleshed out and... Mm -hmm. um, portrayed uh very well on screen i know that um (laughs) trying to uh just make you even more excruciating yeah i know like Uh, i know that lily gladstone is an absolute incredible actress and absolutely stole this film yes every single time she is on screen you can't not look at her Mm -hmm. um and that her performance is absolute Oscar worthy, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I am sure that this film was too long. <laughs> uh, there are things that seem superfluous or uh, redundant. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I am after hearing you speak. Sure that I wanted more mystery. Okay. Mm-hmm. In this film, mm-hmm. uh, the things that I'm not sure of, um, I'm. I'm fairly certain that i really didn't like it oh uh, this is gonna be an interesting podcast yeah so <laughs> i'm very torn on and i think you walked the line and, and as i think about it more uh, we can say that basically leo dicaprio and and um robert, robert de, niro. de niro are the bad guys yes. in this film however they're also the people whose point of view we have mm-hmm. they are the the subject of it you know the yeah. like we are following them. Yes. And I am sure that I hate that part of it. Okay. Um, it's not... It, there's nobody for me to really feel their side of that I want to root for. Okay. Um, you know, in that sense where it's just like, yes, like, there's, you know, later on there's kind of like a redemptive piece to it. And I'm like, I don't care i don't want Mm -hmm. that i want the story of these people who were silenced Mm -hmm. and i don't want the the you know the bad guy the bad white guy story 
you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't like that at all. I am absolute, without a doubt, 100% certain that I hated the ending. Um, but Wait. that is a spoiler thing that we can talk about once we put up the spoiler wall. But yeah, I mean, overall, I don't, I don't really think I liked a lot of the choices that this film made. Mm. And um, primarily amongst them, it being three hours and 22 seven minutes or whatever Mm -hmm. i think that there is too much bloat that serves um in brendan fraser's character wow (laughs) (laughs) wow that's rough Um, he's really chubby um he did i mean i i'm not saying this isn't a judgment on his body or anything like that but i did feel he was very cartoonish yeah it it didn't look Um, like was that leftover from the whale or i I don't know like was that a body suit i don't know that character maybe Um, that lawyer was yeah overweight i don't know it was his head looked really small and his like body looked really even outside of the you know weight of it just like his character like the lines and his kind of delivery especially Mm -hmm. in the courtroom was very dramatic for dramatic sake and i was just not a fan um but yeah if it wasn't for lily gladstone and her face Mm -hmm. because she doesn't get nearly enough of a voice Mm -hmm. um i think i would have been horribly bored with this film Mm -hmm. from basically start to finish i yeah i i want to like it and there are things like i say i'm not fully sold on it because there are explanations for some of the things that i don't like that are a uh or rather can be interpreted in a way that makes complete sense okay but i still very much dislike the choice all right um and i think some of that has to kind of be in spoilers but for the main thing is like the you know this is a you know um real world event that not a lot of people know about and Mm -hmm. we get a white guy telling you the white guy's story and i understand that's that's where i'm like Yeah. yeah it's kind of brilliant but also like use your money influence and all of your power to find a person who is affected by this story to tell that story yeah you know like, I mean, I he don't... said that, like, he, I mean, it was filmed with actual Osage Indians. And, yeah, like, they absolutely. And consultants and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but consultant is different than letting somebody tell their story and their mm-hmm. history to me. And that is really driven home by, the, like, the final part of it. Okay. The, yeah, the I, 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 I kind of saw it as, like, even the... The whole point is that, like, rich white men have been controlling all of this, and even in telling this story, the rich white men are still mm-hmm. the focus of it. I get that that mm-hmm. that's the point, but why make that point when you could just let other people tell the story and make mm-hmm. another movie about whatever, yeah. another aging mobster or mm-hmm. somebody else? Like, you know, it's, that's, I, I don't know. It mm-hmm. seems like a cop-out and like, oh, it was all like in place from the beginning that this white guy should be directing this movie and because we're talking about it means we can get away with it like it's the same kind of thing that like disney does when they just put in like a very ancillary like gay character Mm -hmm. that's just kind of like lip service to diversity Mm -hmm. and i feel like i don't know i feel like this film just kind of was like it's very important and i'm glad that it exists and i'm glad now that i know way more than i did four hours ago Mm -hmm. um but I don't like the way that they told me the story. And I think okay. that there are much more authentic ways to tell it. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I 
I wish but at the same time, some of it is really, really, yeah, really yeah. good. <laughs> I wish I could like forget the book and then go see the movie. Yeah. Um, because I have a feeling I would not have liked this movie if I hadn't read the book. So, I mean, I didn't read the book. So I think part of a lot of what you said you were afraid of, like, is something like I could not keep the people yeah, straight. Yeah, I think I would have been like, oh, I think I generally got that, but who was that person yeah. and what was that? Was so, it that guy in the hat and the blue jeans or that guy in the hat exactly. and the blue jeans? I have no idea. And so when when names came up in the mm-hmm. movie, I was like, oh, that's the guy that does this. Like, I already had those yeah, names. I could see that, yeah, <laughs> being very helpful. Yeah, so, and I, I often get angry at movies when it's too confusing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's very possible that I would have been in a similar boat as you, mm-hmm. having not had, like, the background knowledge. Mm-hmm. And if this movie is supposed to, like, the purpose is to sort of teach people about this, and it's too confusing, then it's not doing its job. Yeah. I guess. So I'm getting it more from the perspective of... And adapted screenplay. Yeah. And, you know, what it took from the book and how it turned it into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed it for that reason. Yeah. I could see that. Um, I'm I'm shocked. Uh, there's a lot of voiceover in this movie. Did you hate that? There wasn't that much voiceover. There are a lot of scenes where, um, uh, what's Lily Gladstone, is, like, narrating things not necessarily narrating but just adding kind of the only time she actually gets her perspective is through mm-hmm. voiceover yeah well film. i don't like the voiceover when it's telling what happened and yeah. that's not what it was yeah but for me it's emotionally doing that yeah but it, it wasn't like later that day i did this oh sort of that's, thing. Fair. And that, that's fair that's the type of i'm like i you don't have to tell me i'm watching it sort right of thing. yeah like uh, that so that didn't even hmm. that didn't even stick out to me hmm. as a thing so you didn't feel the length. I felt the length about about two and a half hours in. Yeah. I started looking at my watch. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. So for <laughs> There's me. There's still a whole nother hour. And I do think, like, the book mentions, like, a lot more murders and things like that. Mm-hmm. So either they needed to. Now, they did kind of do. A little bit of like a montage of like shooting people, yeah, which was really sad. Yeah, uh, but I think they because because the movie revealed the bad guys very early on. Mm-hmm. The way like they either should have waited, and then maybe I wouldn't have felt the length because I was waiting to see like who was right. responsible for all of this. Right. Um. That once the like from early on, you know who the bad guys are. Mm-hmm. Then you, at a certain point, I was like, all right, let's find out what happens to these assholes. Like, you know, I don't yeah. want to, like, okay, I get it. They're... Yeah. So I do think that at a certain point, um, some of the stuff could have just been sped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or maybe not. I mean, I do think a lot of what they showed with Robert De Niro was necessary to show just how much influence he had. Yeah. I mean, sure, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think some of it was was redundant. I mean the, um, personally the the like spanking scene <laughs> was totally like. I mean I still have thirty minutes of the book left, but there's no mention of that. Oh really? No. Oh wow. Like I mean there's mention of like how much um, Ernest is afraid of his uncle mm-hmm. and things like that. But like I said, unless it comes in these last like thirty minutes that are 
kind of go into the courtroom stuff. Yeah. Even if it's just mentioned briefly, like, I don't think that whole scene needed to be yeah present yeah and that was they odd. they definitely made a dynamic in that his brother is also that he's also kind of afraid of his brother yeah and the i guess brother they're just making odd to me yeah they're just making that i guess they just made that choice to look um like leo leonardo dicaprio's character you you don't get much of him at all in the book okay like, they, they the book is from background. the perspective of law, right? Like the, the, the book is the yeah, detectives just narrate. The... It's it's interesting. The book, um, part of it is the first part is like told by a woman, mm-hmm. and then the second part switches to a man. Okay. So like the first parts are just sort of the background of the Osage and the murders, and mostly talking about how like the murders happen and introducing like all these characters. I see, and then. Um, they start to talk about the FBI part because the book is also the um, like the subtitle is the Osage murders and the birth of the FBI. So oh. it's also talking about um, Hoover and how um, uh, the character. Um, what's the guy that I really like? His name Jesse Plemons. Uh, no, the dude from Game Night. Jesse Plemons. Oh, that is him. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, like he comes in you know, the book talks about how that came to be and you get a little bit more of like his background. I see. So there it's both of the things it's the book is interesting in that, like it's telling about how these murders helped to like, this was one of the first works of the FBI. Interesting. Like one of the first jobs in which people were apparently very hesitant to an FBI because they thought it was going to be like a national police force, which people were against. So Mm -hmm. Hoover was trying to like, prove that this was something that was needed Hmm. and i mean whether i don't i don't necessarily know if they're implying that he like exploited this to be like oh probably you know i mean but that's a different movie for her i mean the book isn't necessarily hinting at that um i mean the book remains pretty just like factual the way it's told is really interesting with getting articles and you know insights from different people okay um so it it goes into that as well so there's Mm -hmm. no point of view i mean it's just all third person or, I mean, it's like, like primary source documents, pretty oh, much, that okay. they're reading and things like that. And then the FBI, you know, part and how they sort of investigated to, like, take take them down in a yeah. way. Um, so I didn't, like, I did have, I, I had the sympathy of the Indians mm-hmm. that I can see while you're watching it, if you're seeing it more from the perspective of the white guys. Like, I didn't. I didn't have that. Like, right away, I guess, yeah. with all the knowledge that I had, I was automatically, like, you know, drawn to those age. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you are just because they're, in the very, very first scene, they're set up as victims. You mm-hmm. know, they are, I don't know if it's an actual funeral or just, like, a symbolic funeral for mm-hmm. the passing of their culture, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, um, you know, kids from now on won't be taught in our ways they'll be taught by the white man or or whatever um so like to start you know that way it's like oh this is very interesting and then you get so much of leo and like you said for a long time well not for not for a long time at all sorry um the opposite for a Mm -hmm. short time you're like oh okay is leo a good guy Mm -hmm. because there's a point at which you're like oh maybe like he just doesn't realize what's going on Mm -hmm. and maybe he's going to be the protagonist to like 
try to change things or protect um, at least his family. And then you're like, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour into it. And you see him like do something heinous and you're Mm -hmm. just like, oh, no, he's he's a monster, too. Um, He might be a dimwitted monster who's being manipulated. But yeah, so that was interesting. I nothing in the book has implied that he's like the movie implies that he's a moron. Yeah, he's and like, very like and like simple, oh, they're taking advantage like, of his simple mindedness yeah. and his like he's extremely gullible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe they just don't because the book maybe is trying to be a little more um, like not biased. Sure. Maybe they're or maybe that's just a choice that Martin Scorsese made. Or maybe obviously there's more information of this whole history than just this book that i read yeah so maybe there is some sort of documentation or something of could be him yeah. not being like the brightest mm-hmm. um but that was interesting like his character was kind of yeah it was yeah. odd to me and it just kind of played more into the sympathy aspect of it yeah which like was he felt like, like he was being taken advantage of. yeah but it then it's just like is this film just trying to tell me that i should feel sorry mm-hmm. for this guy who like helped commit this atrocity yeah and if so, why? We yeah. don't need that. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> you know? they definitely played up like, oh, he loved his wife and his children. Yeah. And you're like, if he loved his, he loved right. his wife, then why would he be doing these things? Right, and exactly. And then it's like, oh, is he just an idiot and he doesn't realize these things he's doing? No, that's stupid. No, that's, like, yeah. He still manages to like follow through on directions from his uncle, so he's not a complete idiot. Right. Um, yeah, so I thought, it was, I did think it was a weird character choice to sort yeah. of make him like this meager like easily influenced gullible mm-hmm. yeah. character yeah i thought it was odd um so for you mm-hmm. i i only say this because literally the only thing i heard other people say as we were leaving the theater um were two women saying um oh my god de niro is such a master mm-hmm. he's so good and did you think De Niro was all that great in this I film? thought De Niro was playing uh, the role of, in Meet the Parents. <laughs> like, he was, he was, like, I mean, and it was good, and it was interesting, but he was pretty much, like, you know, just replace the name uh, um, Ernest with Fokker, and, like, that was it. He's like, listen, this is, you know, I'm an important person, and this is what I need you to do, sort I mean, of thing. I think he's a little more Machiavellian, <laughs> yeah. but... Um, well, not his act, just, like, his yeah. delivery, I thought, was just very similar. Like, yeah. See, that that's, I didn't... I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> He's going to be yes. nominated. He's a, he's a fantastic actor, and he's proven that mm-hmm. for, you know, decades now at this point. Yes. I don't think that this film necessarily shows anything <laughs> new from him yeah. or anything that... W- like, The Irishman, to me, is his high-water mark of, like, just fantastic... Um, Sure. You know, yeah, we disagree <laughs> Talk about on that. movies that are too but, long. <laughs> yeah, and that one, I I think I agreed a little bit yeah, with yeah. that. Um, but I was way more enthralled with that and what mm-hmm. was going to happen to him in in that one than I was in this one. Yeah, no, like, I don't think he was, was like super. He's like borderline mm-hmm. on like mustache twirly to mm-hmm. me in that it's like I don't know. He's just puppet mastering, and uh, there wasn't a whole lot of depth to him there was a lot of facade Mm -hmm. and that's you You, know um, that's a the book gave a little bit more background on him yeah Um, but i i agree with you i don't think he was like 
phenomenal. I thought yeah. I thought Leo's performance Leo was, was phenomenal. Leo was great. Um, Leo was doing... I'm always... With his mouth? Yes. Yeah. I'm always very, like, impressed and just... Uh, you know enthralled with actors that can change the shape of their face yes. and still emote remember their lines mm-hmm. say them and like affect a voice as well mm-hmm. and just like i mean yeah dicaprio is good yeah. you know hot off the presses news hot yeah. take whatever Ooh, he's a great actor but i just the way he is good in different ways in so many different films mm-hmm. is just like wow yeah he manages to keep this like droopy face and almost kind of puffy face yeah i don't and, know if that was and like, like an underbite yeah i don't know if that any of it was like prosthetic or anything I, like that I, i'm pretty sure he had to have worn something for his teeth because his teeth are not that bad no, yeah sure um but yeah I, he's amazing and i don't think you've said enough about lily gladstone so oh, i want to give you oh yes no she was <laughs> i mean also phenomenal like this um the, like managing to play in an oppressed person but like a powerful one at the same time Mm -hmm. like she i mean they're completely taking advantage of her and her people and murdering her family and you know completely traumatized but at the same time the way that she talks to Ernest or you know leo's character Mm -hmm. and how she just is so level-headed like one of my favorite scenes was um when she said we're just gonna sit and listen to the rain like oh yeah and then like she was just like no we're just gonna sit here yeah. and he kept trying to talk and she didn't even have to say many words and he was like just going to listen to her yeah and like so many people in the movie that just listen to her like she has this presence mm-hmm. but at the same time is like a completely broken person and you know yeah literally trying to murder her whole family and right take, and take her money and yes mm-hmm. um yeah literally i think she is the mvp of this film because mm-hmm. without her and without the depth of character and emotion mm-hmm. that she conveys with just her face and mm-hmm. those small amount of lines mm-hmm. like i feel like this would have been a travesty of you know um silencing like oh yeah that perspective sure but because she is so good mm-hmm. they got away with what little they gave her um to say i could see that um, out loud at least because her face says so much more Mm -hmm. Um, i wonder if there's not very much documentation on her oh Um, it's entirely possible so like in the book you don't really have much background on her Mm -hmm. um or her like family members yeah you know the things that happened to her sure uh but there's not really a whole lot of information so maybe they were just pulling you know, mm-hmm. from, like, what they wanted the character, like, to be or to look like. Yeah. Because there wasn't... I mean, it makes sense that there wasn't... That there wasn't much documentation uh, in it. But yeah. No, but she was... Just even the way she just carried mm-hmm. herself with, like, the blanket and just, like... Yep. She kind of just, like, glides. Yeah. And the way she holds herself, it was, like... Like, you were intimidated by her on the screen yeah even yeah you yeah <laughs> that's true um and if you want side note if you want more lily gladstone <laughs> then you need to watch reservation dogs on hulu she shows up in season three um which if i'm being honest season three not my favorite season starts okay. out a little weird a little sketch um 
totally comes together by the end. I know you but, said you really liked the last episode. Um, the the final like three or four episodes are just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the the show for the most part is absolutely phenomenal. But um, Lily Gladstone's character especially is responsible for two of I think the greatest scenes in the entire show. Okay. Um, they're very very powerful and uh, beautiful. Um, and, I, and I think it's a similar character, like that's Oklahoma that that takes place in. Yes. And this, I don't know if it's supposed to be like the same tribe necessarily, but uh, I don't I believe so. But I'm I'm not sure. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to go spoilers from here on out and talk like very specific things? Uh, yeah. I think. I mean, like we said, you sort of know they're the bad guys. Uh, yeah right away but, that's yeah I but mean, we do want to talk we want to talk about the ending yes and things like that 100 percent. so, so uh, oh i was ramping into it but oh sorry jump the gun on the spoiler <laughs> it's, wall it's been so long but now it's your fault if you uh, if you're still listening and you haven't seen the movie just know we might tell you something you might not want to know not no not yeah yeah spoiler you got it. Talk. <laughs> spoilers time we're rusty yeah <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, let's talk about the ending. Yeah, why didn't you... I thought it was really cool. Okay, say why. The whole... Like, it was a way to... Like, it was different than just putting, like, white text on a black screen. I'll give you that, sure. Um, And I think it was also kind of showing how, like, these stories became entertainment for people. I'll give you that as well. Like it's like, oh, this is a thing to tell a story. Let's do a true crime, crime, true crime thing. There you go. <laughs> and make sound effects, and then people in the audience were like, oh, this is fascinating, mm-hmm. sort of thing. I think I that mean, part I, I enjoy and okay. I see and I completely understand mm-hmm. and is good. My thing that I absolutely hated mm-hmm. is that Martin Scorsese gives himself the very last lines of the oh. film. He has the final word on this. And he is not present in the scene at all until those lines. If you're going to give him the role, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But make it work with the scene. There are three actors doing all the voices in this radio play and the narrator. He either needs to be the narrator or be Mm -hmm. a fourth actor that is sitting there with those actors. Instead, it just appears on screen Mm -hmm. as I am the director, I am the authority, I am the last Mm -hmm. word, I am the voice of this film. And that is ridiculous I I completely agree with you on that. I thought you said you didn't like the whole ending I was okay Mm -hmm. with it. I thought it was interesting. I thought... I I didn't occur to me that it was like yes this is now entertainment this mm-hmm. is you know beyond story and history in fact this is consumerism and things like, people like that people weren't appalled by this because it was just like right. oh this is interesting yeah it's my favorite murder podcast exactly. or whatever um I but I and then as soon as he showed up that, I yes. was just like screw you Marty mm-hmm. this is not what it is and then mm-hmm. to additionally to that just put in a you know native american like ritual footage mm-hmm. over that to me felt really gross yeah no like the in the theater there was a like people around me going like oh oh it's him like this sort of thing yeah and i think i let out a ugh sound yes exactly it, it totally took me out of the movie a hundred percent what you said about it not actually being an <laughs> I mean, actor jack white <laughs> helped to take me out of the movie oh, for yeah, a, a half a second ending? i was like hey that's jack white oh i didn't know that <laughs> yeah he was one of the, the uh, voice actors guys? oh okay. yeah that's I'm, funny. I'm fairly certain oh, oh i didn't notice that yeah 
But I was, um, no, I agree with all those things you said as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about it that hard. I was more yeah. of just like, we just kind of broke the fourth wall. And yeah. this is weird and a weird yeah, way to end I, it. I truly but then hated those that points choice. you make about was this movie still about yeah rich white guys right you know and then on the podcast that i was listening to on the way home um shout out to slash Filmcast. uh if you don't listen the film cast yes sorry the film cast god i keep doing that <laughs> it's never gonna stop um jeff canada uh his limerick for uh <laughs> this i'll have to play it for you after this podcast okay. it is absolute did he also not enjoy juice. it um, my view aligned with his okay. greatly. And okay. um, he essentially said, like, there is a masterpiece in here that is two hours and 40 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And this three hour and 20 minute thing is just so much not needed. Yeah. Um, but it, do- it definitely didn't need to be that long. No, it really, it really didn't. Uh, it, there was just so much that either they could have told succinctly the first time, mm-hmm. but chose to revisit convolutedly mm-hmm. at the end or just like ramp into the part that actually um is gripping and like enthralling with like the um the trial and things like that yeah. like there's a lot at the beginning that is absolutely necessary and really well done and tells the story and sets it up mm-hmm. but then there is so much in the middle that lags yeah. towards the the resolution that just sits there which would have been I don't think I would have thought this movie was long if you didn't know who the bad guys were. Exactly. Like, I really, exactly. wish, I really wish they had... I mean, even make it, like, maybe it was still kind of ob- like obvious mm-hmm. as you're watching it. Like, I don't know, this guy seems to be involved in a yeah. lot of stuff that I, I don't even need it to be a shocking reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be hard to do that. Yeah. But it would have been interesting to set um, Leo up as a doting husband and like Mm -hmm. all of these things yeah and then sort of slowly reveal in a moment then then a moment of like oh my god he's poisoning her oh my god he's responsible for this or even even her discover or once we get it through the um the fbi Mm -hmm. because by the time they get there you sort of already know you've been watching it you know fair like you know everything that's happened so the fbi isn't yeah like the one discovering anything yeah there's a stunning lack of tension in this film yes that like is you know like i said it was like oh okay well maybe leo's the good guy amongst Mm -hmm. the bad guy and then it's like what 45 minutes into an hour they show him literally killing a private investigator trying to solve these murders Mm -hmm. and it's like well nope that's it yeah like case closed move on and then they show him like they try to redeem him with the thing and then his kid dies which i'm sure is like historically accurate but yeah. then it's like you he's feel going sorry to, for him because his yeah, kid he, is dead and yeah. but he's before that he's going to testify and then he's swayed by his family mm-hmm. or his uncle to come back and not testify mm-hmm. and say that he made it up and then his kid dies and then he's like no i need to do the right thing and yeah. it's like am i supposed to feel for him like obviously yes losing a child no matter who no, you but are i definitely think terrible, there was but, a, a feeling of sympathy for him yeah it was like manipulative absolutely in, that's a good in way the to same put it way and it's just i didn't care for that i kept waiting for like no it wasn't him or like 
that there was going to be some sort of twist of like, but yeah. then they, but then they actually showed scenes of him doing yeah. things. Yeah. So then it was like, oh, okay. And he kept trying to say that their marriage wasn't a setup. He really did love her. And then it's such a BS because it's like, you can't, yeah, you can't love somebody. He, he couldn't love her. Like, that's not how you love someone. Right. Like, by then deliberately hurting them. Yeah. And their family. I and mean, like, yeah. does he, did he know the insulin was poisoned? Um, well, they oh, show that, you that he does because he then empties part of it into his drink because they keep telling him to give her all of it. Yeah. Which you assume would kill her. Or was he just thinking he was trying to see if it was harmful? I don't think so. I think they play it that he is saving her. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. in the um, In the book, it's doctors that are doing it. They never the mentioned that show brothers or whatever. Yeah, they never mentioned that he gives her any insulin. That's interesting. Too, so then. that's a very different like. Yeah. That makes his character look even worse in the movie. Yeah, which is weird because he's redemptive. I I don't mm-hmm. know. It's I mean, very I don't. Weird. Th- I thought that was interesting because it was like, well, why didn't the doctors like they could have just done it too, mm-hmm. even if they came in, but like putting him. Yeah. Maybe they wanted you to hate him more. I don't know. Yeah. It was confusing. His character was complicated. Mm-hmm. As I'm speaking, talking about it more with you, I'm starting to see more flaws <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. I'm also, you know, there is more good and more, you know, that it, I think is, uh, I don't know, worthwhile in it. Oh, I mean, um, I do think it's a movie people should see. Yeah. Because it's. I mean, that's what the tough thing is. Like, it's a long movie. Not everybody's going to watch it because it's long. People are that's, turned off by oh, a movie over yeah. three hours. And that's a shame. And those people are, are probably a, the least receptive to the message. Yeah. Or the the enlightenment yeah. that it'll bring. Because it's, like, it's a very interesting story that I had no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people are going to get it because they're like, I'm not watching a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. So, like, how effective is it then if he's not willing to yeah make it shorter right a sort of thing yeah it's um let's let's talk about the things you said were really you said yeah there were certain things that you really liked I mean, um, my it was directed yeah extremely I well mean, <laughs> even knowing you know who the bad guy was and and everything the the way he you know told most of the first third of the story to me was really really intriguing and there was um there was a little bit of tension with the um the the blowing the house up Mm -hmm. and like are these like two-bit criminals all gonna like get caught or Mm -hmm. are they gonna do it the right way or, or things like that but then towards the middle it's just like okay well they're just gonna kill everybody that may know anything and then it's like uh it's already over yeah yeah there was um the one uh was the one um osage was his name henry yes the one yes the first husband yeah the one that they tried to claim like you know wrote him as a someone who was depressed so it made sense that he killed him like killed himself yes um i thought that was very like that's a part that could have been way shortened yeah um at least I mean, again, I'm only going like like the book is the only information that's out there. Maybe they did way more research and they got more information about taking out life insurance policies on these people. Mm-hmm. Like those things are all mentioned in the book about uh, there's actually more mentioned about how he 
took out um, like policies on people's properties and even like misled people even more yeah. to end up getting money. Um, well, they showed the the whole part where like, the, which to me wasn't explained at all. There's like a fire on his ranch. Oh. And they're just like, oh, he just took out a fire insurance policy. Like, why did he burn it at all? Like, yeah, that I was, was so very confused the, by the that. The book explained that a little bit, a little bit more. Um, and the book sort of implies that part of the reason why he did it was to make it look like he was a victim of these things happening as well. I see. That he was like, oh, look, this is even happening to me. I feel all of your pain and suffering. Uh, but also, also because he had he got the insurance money for it right okay so it was it was a little bit of of both i see going back mm-hmm. to henry for a second did you feel like they were trying to set it up that he wasn't actually her first husband and that he was just being that's like another lie that um that king was telling him because to me it looked like they oh. were they were like really hitting that hard and I felt like it was going to be revealed then that, like, he had nothing to do with her. Yeah, so it's interesting in the book. I'm, I feel like I'm, like, in the book. In yeah, the book. that's okay. But, well, I think that's what makes this interesting is that I have the book knowledge and you don't. Right, so this, like, exactly. I was very excited for this conversation because because of that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not necessarily saying, like, well, the book did it better. I'm just mm-hmm. saying the knowledge as it was presented in the book and how they presented knowledge in the movie were different. Um, so that's why I was saying like this whole Henry thing could have been way shortened. Yeah. In the book, it um, simply says that he was shot. Uh, Henry was shot and killed and that Molly didn't say anything about it because she didn't want Ernest to know that they were first married, that they were married. So okay. I don't think unless so I, unless know? I you know, missed a line in the book, I don't think Ernest was aware of their marriage. So that's weird, too. Like, it, But I, I understand... mean, if anybody's read the book, correct me if I'm wrong, I... I didn't, like, I mean, maybe there was a sentence that was like, mm-hmm. Ernest found out later and he was angry or yeah. something like that. But it wasn't a thing mm-hmm. in the way the story was presented. Maybe there's documentation of him being yeah. jealous and angry about it. But it was basically, like, they didn't talk very long about Henry's murder. Yeah. It was, I mean, they come back later and tell you, like, the guy saying that he did, you know, kill him. Yeah. But it was pretty much the investigation was a dead end. Because nobody claimed to know anything, and Molly wasn't willing to talk more about him because Mm -hmm. she feared Ernest's jealousy. Right. And so, uh, the way I read the book, Ernest never found out about their marriage. So why even make that choice then? Yeah. Just to make Ernest more sympathetic and that he's being manipulated So maybe there's going to be a part where he, Nail, like, um, Hale's going to make... Maybe that's like one way he tries to get him to not testify or something like yeah. that. I, I don't know, but hmm. I thought that was strange. Well, yeah, it was a long like okay, this yeah, you know, it could have been one of mm-hmm. like another one that was just sort of like oh, it's another person that's died and oh, another dead end in the investigation. Yeah, and you know, leading mm-hmm. uh, leading to that. Hmm. But we're supposed to be talking about the things that you liked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of more of them. Like, I mean. You know, specifically, it's mostly just the direction and the, you know, DiCaprio and Gladstone's performances. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind <laughs> of it. But, I mean, that's enough over the course of three I mean, and a half hours. I think hours it was written see... very well as yeah. far as the dialogue and things are concerned. 
Uh, that for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, the way, like the way they revealed things about different characters, I thought was mm-hmm. was well done, and they did tell, yeah, you know, an an interesting story. Even though I wish they had done it in a mysterious sort of way, mm-hmm. but it was still, it was still well written, and the character, like the order they decided to like reveal things to you, I think was was well crafted. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it wasn't, if it wasn't going to be a mystery, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I really didn't like this movie at all. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe you didn't, and yeah, I, I am pretty convinced that we might have had. A very different oh well, not necessarily different but i would have been more like oh my god how could you like that movie it was so confusing yeah <laughs> sort yeah. of thing i i honestly think you would have <laughs> like mm-hmm. to be honest like when you said you were reading the book and then like you know a day later you were like now i really want to see the movie i was mm-hmm. like that's interesting mm-hmm. um and then i was like oh good you know monica likes this story i'm gonna love it because i was probably already predisposed to like it more than you anyway yes and i was like i didn't even want to i mean when we first saw the trailer i was like no that's long and it's too yeah. depressing i don't want to watch and it. i was like super excited to see it and i haven't been able to see it and i specifically made time today and i was like okay i'm gonna go i'm so excited and then just like I don't know. I I just found myself thinking about other things during the film mm-hmm. and just like not being at all like I I was very much in a theater watching a movie and I wasn't like experiencing the story on any level that like really hit me except for when Lily Gladstone was on screen. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I don't know. I'm just like yeah. disappointed I, overall. I mean, when I first saw it, the only thing that I didn't really like is I wanted like that sort of summary at the end while it was creative yeah i wanted more outrage like as a viewer mm-hmm. that the consequences weren't that severe yeah. and the way that they were just like told to us yeah i would have preferred to have seen a jury that reveal was, yes. or like you know see instead of saying oh he and his brother lived in a trailer somewhere i would have liked to see right. the two of them living in squalor and like yeah. like i wanted the outrage of how little happened to them but then also a little bit of like ha, you guys got what you had coming to yeah you, sort of thing yeah there was no there was no catharsis there was no like emotional release mm-hmm. at all which I mean, yeah, you'd say, like, oh, that's the brilliance of Scorsese. Yeah. He does these things and turns them on their head and Goodfellas, et cetera, blah, 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 <laughs> which is fine, but I don't know. I just... Uh... I think it cut pretty quickly. It was, like, yeah. courtroom scenes and things like that, and I'm waiting for some type of reveal or even, like, seeing the Osage reaction yeah. to it would have been interesting, mm-hmm. but then it was just sort of like, oh, yes, and he lived till he was 80 in a nursing home and... He, I mean, he didn't end up with the money and stuff like that. But, yeah, but I also would have liked to see. I mean, my understanding is like the Osage Indians are still are still very wealthy. Like they were mm-hmm. able to keep keep their wealth. And I maybe kind of like I kind of wanted to see like a yeah he didn't really get fully what he like was coming to yeah. him. But in a way, they still like stood strong. And I don't want to use the word prevailed because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. But you know, what I'm trying to say like yeah. they they were still able like he couldn't break them down completely and like they're right. still yeah uh, they're still a people that exist and have you know like and have that wealth yeah. and things like that yeah it's it's weird that i'm more i was more angry 
at the end of Dumb Money than I was at the end of this. And this is way, okay, you know, more uh, severe of mm-hmm. a crime. Oh, you know? because at the end of Dumb Money, they, the rich yeah. people still pretty much win. But it did such a good job of giving me the perspective of the people that lost. Yes. And, you know, really kind of illuminating, like, how the system was and mm-hmm. stuff. And just, I don't know. And this was just, like, people on stage reading things to say, like, entertainment is bad. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Eh. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think now before we give our final ratings yeah. that like I need to look at it from a movie that was adapted from a book mm-hmm. and how good that was mm-hmm. as opposed to the and and almost thinking about the book as fictional like yeah. as a fictional story mm-hmm. and then looking at it this really did happen and did they do a good enough job of like relaying this information yeah because I think that's the most important part of this movie like mm-hmm. is the point of that not just entertainment purposes yeah so like i i either have to like average those two scores together or like think about it because like coming into this i was ready to give this movie like a like a, a nine mm-hmm. and now as you have revealed more things to me and got me thinking about it a little bit more yeah and you know i mean a lot of times after we see a movie we end up talking about it on the way home and then like my opinions can can change after we talk about it out loud and you reflect for sure. on it. Yeah, or it's... even like a couple of days later, I'm like, eh, I didn't, I didn't like that movie. Or well, yeah. I've been thinking about that movie for the past three days. I think mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more than I did. Yep. So it's interesting. You've usually you don't persuade me to dislike a movie. More. <laughs> well, usually I'm the one that just likes everything. Yeah, like... you usually persuade me to like a movie more. Uh, so yeah, I think I have. Am I allowed to give two separate ratings? <laughs> I mean, I had trouble following exactly how you were delineating your two thoughts. So, yes. Yes. Like, you mean for my overall rating? Yeah. Or, or I what mean, I'm thinking. Like I guess I'm thinking, how well was this an adapted screenplay? Yeah. Of a story. Right. Not, not knowing if, like... Fiction or nonfiction. But that should only be used to evaluate whether or not it deserves the Oscar for adapted screenplay to to me, anyway. Like, you have to take the movie as a whole. Yeah. You know? So it can factor into your final score, but I don't think it's a separate, like, thing. Okay. Then I think I have have my number. All right. What is it? Wait. Oh, I got to do some math. You have to do math? Remember, no fractions, or else Jeff will write a letter. Uh, should okay. we just pause no, while no, you're no. doing that this? Was, or? I, was, I was just, I was thinking. Okay. Yes. All right. So, okay. what do you got? I think. Oh, I can't go halvesies. Uh, I think I give it a seven. A seven. Yes. Yeah. I was like leaning more towards it. like. Well, I'm giving my two separate ones. As a, as an adapted, <laughs> as a book that was given and turning that book into a movie, I think it's like a 9 out of 10. Okay. It did a very good job with like showing a lot that mm-hmm. was in, like there was a lot of information in the book. Mm-hmm. And yes, they couldn't leave out anything, change some things, but like that was really good. Okay. So like, when I first watched it, I was like, this is doing a good job of bringing the book to life. But then as we talk more, it was like, like a like a six or a seven. Okay. So that's why I came up with seven. Okay. 
Interesting. Is my final. I'm between a six and a seven. Okay. I don't know. I mean, a film that has direction that is this good, performances that are this good, I feel like it's very hard done to give it lower than a seven. Yeah. As much as I hated it. The ending is a two, but I think... Mm -hmm. On the whole, the movie's a seven. Okay. Like, what I don't, if Scorsese didn't come out at the end? It, Would if, it be definitely a seven? If it had been like Jack White to say that last part or yeah. somebody else, I or think... Or just voiceover or something. Yeah. I think it would be comfortably a seven. Okay. Maybe even an eight. But I don't know. It just lost me so many times along the way where mm-hmm. my mind started to meander. And I'm like, this shouldn't be happening. Because it didn't in The Irishman. And it, it doesn't mm-hmm. in most other Scorsese films for mm-hmm. me. So... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long was Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer was like three, three hours eighteen okay. or something well, like that. It's, like... it's slightly less, maybe by okay. ten minutes. Because um, I didn't really find myself feeling the length of which... Oppenheimer too much. Yeah. Except that it was two different movies, but it was like one movie <laughs> and then a movie right after it. Yeah, that's a whole other review that you missed out on, mateys or uh, mateys. No, that's <laughs> hey, mateys. madams, madams. Uh, yeah, uh, we it was lazy. our Barbenheimer review. Yeah, we we were gonna. Know, our summer was busy. It was like you know. Yeah, <laughs> we were gonna do a Barbenheimer review, but so we went on vacation. Yeah, we did. Um, well, no, we went on vacation before Barbenheimer even happened. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, we were recovering from vacation. Yes, you know, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, it didn't happen. I don't know. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. I think you should still probably see it. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a review. No, you should see I it. I don't know. I guess you should no, still see I was, it. No, what I was, I was saying Man. words as I was thinking about whether or not I would say, like, run out to a movie theater, but, <laughs> like... I think the theatrical experience is going to be the best way to see it, mm-hmm. but I understand people that are like, there's no way I'm spending three hours and 40 minutes in a theater. I'm going to need a break. I'm just waiting till it's on Apple. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fault you. you for that. Um, even though I think every movie that comes out is a movie that should be seen yeah. in a theater. But I regardless. think because this is... Because this is just an important story to be 100%, told, yeah. I would want people to just watch it at home mm-hmm. and not to be deterred by yeah. the length. Because then you could pause it and come back to yeah. it later. And if for some reason you miss it while it's out right now, I'm sure mm-hmm. it'll be back in theaters when or it inevitably the wins the Oscar. <laughs> um, yeah. I could just read the book. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like I do and that this is going to win the Oscar and that there's really no other... Um, Oh, for I, Best Picture? Yeah, unless oh my there's God, a I hope it doesn't unless there's a picture. massive wave of support for Barbie, I feel like this is the absolute front runner. This year hasn't had. I mean, I gotta think about what the other movies were this I, year. Honestly, I think Barbie's the only other thing because yeah. this this year doesn't have an everything everywhere all at once. It doesn't have nobody, you know, no year, and will I know ever we're not an everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> this is true. I know we're not quite into um, the heart or the meat of the oscar bait season but i don't know i there could be something that i don't know about that's coming out but i just feel like this is like catnip for oscar voters catnip yeah um i don't know i'm also just feeling cynical about it at this point Mm. so i don't know i would love to see a man man called Otto get nominations don't (laughs) what the movie no, broke me. I know. I was going to, but you, the way that sounded, it was like, ugh, that was a horrible movie. Well, I also, I don't know. I had some issues with the movie itself. I don't remember exactly what they were, but. I I really liked it. I don't know. Uh, but no, you're right. I'm like scrolling over 
the movies we've seen so far this year. Yeah, it, it's and... weird. There have been movies that I've absolutely loved, but have no, you know, no shot at being like even oh, in like somewhere in Queens. Um, yeah, that and, um, or uh, you and hurt you my hurt my feelings. feelings. Yeah. Those were phenomenal movies. Yeah, but they're not on the level of anywhere close to no. touching an Oscar. Like nomination. you hurt my feelings should totally be nominated for an Oscar. One hundred percent. Yeah, but it's not gonna get. It's not going to get the attention. Yeah. But that's also maybe a discussion for another podcast. And we've gone long for us. So oh, have we? We're, yeah, we're at uh, oh. 56 minutes right now. Oh, so, okay. That's usually like, yeah, it's about right. Yeah, and most people listen on like one and a half speed anyway. So it's really only like 35 minutes okay, that's or something good. like that. Um, <laughs> but I think we should end it there, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not pained anymore by having to wait. To... Yeah wait so long to talk to you about it right so uh that's our review for killers of the flower moon our next episode will be some point at some time well i mean we'll definitely have our oscar our oscar review once the nominations are out right we do that and we also um obviously we'll do our top 10 films of the year yes uh because for me that is like one of my favorite things to do in all year oh yeah that'll Um, come before the oscars yeah yeah. so we'll we'll definitely have that maybe there'll be something else coming out that um you know will uh, spark a discussion mm-hmm. or that we disagree about or that we want to say go out and see this because not enough people know about it but true until then uh what's our thing <laughs> what's our thing we say at the end uh that's it we're for... married at the movies <laughs> it's oh, oh no it's <laughs> that'll do <laughs> it for this, this episode, episode of married at, at the, the movies, movies.